Hello and welcome to the Rate and Entertainment Podcast, episode 372 for October 16th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reet and Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. I just got back from a walk and I'm very sweaty. Oh, you, you went outside? Or did you I just did. walk around the house? No, I went outside. Oh, okay, good, good. Was it a brisk walk since you were getting sweaty? Or is it hot outside? Uh, I guess you get. I guess I do... guess it was brisk. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just walked. Okay, and we have a uh, sweaty uh, man. I see. And we have, of course, uh, cyberpunk monk Connor Besh. Do 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 do. So what? We watch anime. We we retired those little lyrics, right? We retired the gimmick. No, that's that's the lyrics to the new theme song. No. No, it is not. That is not the lyric. There are no lyrics. Do, 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 do. So what we play, Lee. Do, do, do. And then that's like the guitar solo part. We we specifically, well, I specifically didn't want lyrics because those lyrics have have decided to Hobbies that we don't do anymore and haven't aged greatly. Yeah. like anime's fine, I guess. We just need a remix. Connor, do a remix where it's like, so what we play Warhammer. So what we uh, paint, paint paint minis? I'll I'll do that for the the cyberpunk entertainment channel. Okay, which, uh... old, pale, and dying. <laughs> yes, exactly. We are none of us are young anymore. We are all and we're all facing middle age. All right, and so we're gonna move on. We're gonna ask Connor, uh, what games have you played this week? It has not been a great game for video games. Uh, I'm sorry, it hasn't been a great week for video games. Is what I meant to say there. I have been playing a little more Vampire Survivors, and I, I know Aroa and I talked about this during the last uh, Aroa Punk Entertainment podcast that we did. I'm I'm struggling to get to the next part in this game. Like I, I feel like I'm just kind of going through the same loops, and I can't progress any further. And I'm I'm wondering if there's something I'm missing, or if I just got to get good. Um, are you focusing on completing the challenge tasks? Uh, usually I start a run by just trying to pick up everything on the map and like seven out of eight times, that'll go fine. So I think if you, because I think at some point you have to unlock the challenge thing, the list of, of tasks, but uh, um, no, I, if, I got that. I'll, uh, okay, I will, if, I will refine my, my, my would, priorities when I play that yeah, game next then. That is, that is good that. advice. Yeah, uh, I've also then, been playing Disco Elysium. Will. Sorry, go on and finish oh. your thought. No, it that gives you a goal, and also like uh, it'll expose you to playing other characters, which will then force you to do new builds that uh, will synergize better. You mean you can't just do Gennaro with max knives, max whips, and just walk around the map laughing? Well, you could. It's great. There, are, there are many other like. Have you have you evolved the pentagram yet? Not the pentagram. No, I, I've having a hard time evolving weapons in this game. Like I know you get the the reward for getting like five or eight at a time or whatever it is. I struggle to get more than two. Oh, 
Oh, what? Wow. And that, that's that. Wow. That's... I, I, yeah, I guess I'll, I just I'll, I just I just forgot like what the early to mid game is like because I'm uh, like usually whenever I play it uh, like within five minutes I've decided which weapons I'm going to have and whether I'm going to evolve them and then I just play the rest of the match well or game doing focusing on that and then the last ten minutes is just me kind of winning without trying. No, it's like 20 minutes, and then then I kind of feel the power creep. So I will go back and review those uh, lists. I've also been playing Disco Elysium, and let me tell you, that is not a great game to play if you, like, started off your day kind of in a, like, a dour mood or, like, you know, maybe it wasn't the best day for you. It'll make you sad. <laughs> that being said, yeah, you did mention set. That, that, was, that was a good call on your part. I will say uh, there was a, a little girl who was being bullied by her mother into, you know, like being forced to work instead of go to school. And I stood up for her. So she was like, hey, thanks. I found a hat for you. And that was very sweet. I'm still wearing that hat. Uh, and then uh, Space Station 13. I always play Space Station 13. Uh, we, it, it's just very shortly. We had a encounter where we had a whole bunch of vampires on this, uh, the, the, the space station. And they were kind of just like going ham, attacking people on the role play servers. I don't mind if I get killed, if like it's because it's telling a cool narrative. You know, sometimes you got to be the fodder. You can get clone scanned. It's not a big deal. But if people are just like jumping you just to, you know, like power game, that's not a good story. And unfortunately for them, I'm an incredibly lethal clown. So I because people were talking about vampires being jerks, I got a spray bottle, emptied it and filled it with holy water, which melts vampires, because of course it does. And then I got a oxygen tank, like, you know, the kinds that you put on your back when you're scuba diving? And a mixture of melting somebody with holy water and beating the top, the, just the living snot out of them with a scuba tank is enough to teach them a lesson, which is uh, never encounter a clown in a dark uh, service tunnel. Something just about that mental image that is hilarious and and like weirdly cathartic. There's the idea no of a, of a clown just beating a vampire to death. There's in, the vampires will take damage over time if they're exposed to space. Like, so I just threw them out the airlock when I was done with them. Game over. <laughs> There's no other game where you could say a clown will kick your ass and throw you into space. <laughs> And I almost forgot that it was like a Halloween event, and I'm assuming that's why there were vampires in the first place. Vampires can spawn normally, like any time of year. There's more of them this time of year, though. Like, you'll have more than one or two on the station. You'll have like 10 of them at once, which is where the problem starts up. You you, sh- you have 10 people with superpowers, and they all fight each other. Yeah, but what what happens when the person wins? Then they start going after everybody else. Uh, some of them were gathering up like, so if you kill somebody, you could resurrect them as a thrall in which that player is like, it tells you in a prompt, like you're supposed to take orders from this person. We can't really make you, but it's good role play. And you know, they, they just kind of follow along. And I managed to kick two people's ass at once because I'm an incredibly <laughs> lethal clown. <laughs> I got you... lucky. I ran out. Um, I opened up my comms. I hit a security alert. And then I pulled out the air tank. I didn't have the holy water yet. I didn't know what was going on, but I did have my oxygen tank. And that was enough to knock one down, which I think scared the other. Did you Clowns ever... will kick your ass. 
did you ever become a thrall or a vampire? Like a, a clown, like resurrected as a vamp or a thrall while in the clown suit? While playing the game, surely I have before. Maybe not necessarily as a clown specifically, like, but yes, that has happened to me before. Not lately, in, though. In Somebody tries life? that, I'll kick their ass. Awesome. Yes, in, in real life. Also, you know, in real life, if. If somebody tries to convert me into a vampire thrall while I'm in a clown suit, I will kick their ass. <laughs> you, you could you could hold me to that on court in that very weird, very specific set of conditions. Okay. And uh, Nathan's like, what? I have a clown suit. I do. I do have a clown suit somewhere. I also have right a Mario now. suit. I am I am not. I am wearing my my Jedi pants. Every day. No, I'm wearing my Jedi yeah, that's pants. That's what I just said. I said you're wearing a clown suit. There no. No, my my girlfriend calls the the Jedi pants my old man pants. I'm like, no, I'm a Jedi. Um, <laughs> oh, also Cookie Clicker. I started playing Cookie Clicker again. Oh, I'm sorry. It's big number. Make brain go yay. That's yeah. good. Uh, I I do want to ask about your Warhammer minute because you said before the podcast that you had one. Uh, I, I do guess, have a Warhammer minute. I I guess I should do the thing. Give me a second. Uh, uh. Holy Perfect. I can't believe you still have that, but that was perfect. Okay. Uh, as longtime listeners of the show will know, I have started my second army over this span of the pandemic. Yesterday, I got to play a 2,000-point game with them, which is the, the higher level that you can play. So I'm feeling like I'm reaching sort of the ending point of now my second army. And looking back at it, it didn't really cost me that much money at all. Like, like people rip on Warhammer for being an expensive game, but like, I just have a handful of things. Most of these I 3D printed even. I'm pretty, A, a the, the amount of time that it took me was like a third of the, the time that it took me previously to reach those numbers. And B, everything looks great, like on a table, having been able to play them, like looking at other models and other terrain features. I'm incredibly satisfied. And it's rejuvenated my love for the hobby a little bit, being able to see just like, the end point of this progress in this particular step of this hobby that I'm in. And uh, I, I recommend other people play Warhammer because it's a, a darn good game. If sci-fi isn't your thing, then there's uh, there's Warhammer Fantasy Age of Sigmar, which might be your thing. Well, and also uh, Connor wants people to play with. I Also, I want people to play with. Yes, exactly. I, I, I don't know if I could ever get into it, uh, mainly because... Uh, a, I suck at painting. And B, I thought I sucked at painting too, and then I just did it, and like everything kept on working out okay. I think good. I'm kind of good at it now. You like, are. It just happened. You are good. You are good at it. Uh, but also, I just my brain is even though I'm making a decent amount of money now, my brain is still like, why am why would I spend fifty dollars on this set of figurines? Well, I, you have I to just think they're cool. That's yeah. true, and and they and they can be cool, uh. But my like one hundred percent. If I had the extra cash, I'd probably be buying them just as collector's items. Uh, yeah. They they only go up in value, ironically. Right, like, and they, I, they are surprisingly like stable investments. I, I, I don't necessarily want to say that. Like, if you really want to make money on investments, do stock or something like that. But yeah. as far as like hobbies are concerned, like, ask somebody win. That's exactly what I was trying to get. No, ask people who like play golf as a hobby how much that shit costs. Warhammer is mm -hmm. not actually that much for 
an adult just like i i have a monthly leisure budget that's usually like i'm an adult and i'll buy i'll buy one full price video game a month if i want to and during the pandemic there haven't been that many video games so all that money went into my warhammer budget yeah and so you did buy a lot of those i also got you and then forgot the uh warhammer from the uk so sorry about that it's the, it's the thought that counts i left it in a you rental car in... wow yep yep it was that was a mistake so that was like 30 bucks uh anyway uh so we're gonna move on to con or i'm sorry we're gonna move on to aroa and ask what games he played uh so mostly uh, i've been playing dead or alive um which because for some reason if uh, so I've been playing Dead or Alive 5 and 6. Uh, it's just kind of depended. Because, um, like, 5... It, so I started out playing 6, and then my friend was like, 5 is way better. So I was like, okay, I'll try I'll try out 5. And they're almost the same game in a lot of ways. Uh, I do think the fighting just feels better in 6. But uh, there are way more costumes in 5. Uh, he said that there was DLC for an attack on Titan stage. I don't seem to have that, even though I acquired the full game legally. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. I just was like, I, I tried Dead or Alive 2 on the Dreamcast emulator, and it was great. And I was like, man, I forgot that I like Dead or Alive's fighting system. It's so good. You know, I'm terrible at fighting games. Yeah, like it feels amazing. Uh... So. I I played three a lot, two and three on the because they had the the dual disc on the original Xbox. I think it was the original yeah. Xbox, and it that was. was good. That was really good. Uh, yeah, uh, Dead or Alive uh, three and four were both Xbox exclusives, which I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, but that I guess also kind of explains why playing with the Duke in DOA six feels really good. Uh, well, in but I watched a video on I think it's one of those uh, what happened videos, and yeah. Dead or Alive Six. While the I think the combat is pretty much a, a carbon copy of Five, they were trying to make it more accessible, and maybe yeah. that's what your friend was like. Just all I, that internet drama that happened. Where well, I I imagine it's partially that, but also uh, a lot of it was that all the DLC, like all the DLC characters in six, are characters from previous games. That, uh, that they just but... they just took a bunch of characters out of the game and then sold them back to you piecemeal for like eight bucks a piece. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, like the DLC. If I had, so I I pirated both of these. Let's let's just cut right through that. I pirated yeah. both of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. DOA six, uh, the DLC like setup is egregious as hell. Like every bit as disgusting as a, any given free to play game, and that like all everything about that is disgusting. Considering this is a series that's like renowned for having particular characters and removing those characters just for the sake of selling them back and like not introducing any new characters in the process of that and like having as many cosmetics as they have for sale is just why um but outside of that yeah i know and but outside of that 
the game's fantastic. Like I like I said, I'm terrible at fighting games. Uh but it feels really good to play and like the tutorial in particular is surprisingly thorough. Uh without like feeling like it's talking down to you cuz like I played um played Skullgirls uh shortly after that came out and like that was pretty widely regarded for its tutorial but I kind of didn't like it because it was a little too slow and handholdy whereas DOA 6 is just kind of like this is what you do like this is the button combo now use it and you do and there's this quest mode where it's just a series of missions but it's ostensibly designed to get you to try new ways of playing the game like starting out from a complete beginner to learning how to do uh counter hits and and stuff like that like it's really neat the way that it's set up that it's just a it's a good time um it's too bad that uh dead or alive 7 is probably never going to come out uh or at least not for a very long time because uh, I think Koei Tecmo is focusing on the mobile game and putting out Souls likes. So, yeah, oh, that Warriors makes, games. That course. makes sense. Uh, I think that I, I just want to say this: whenever something like this happens, like with uh, Dead or Alive Six and the DLC characters and not all that stuff, I one hundred percent guarantee that the developers were against it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh it's a publisher. It's very problem. much yeah. yeah, it's very much a publisher issue. Like and and I think it's partially that uh probably DOA five they need they wanted to make sure that they were going to get a big return on it and they didn't feel like they could without just throwing a whole bunch of DLC into the mix. Yeah. Uh and then they just tried it again with DOA six and it failed miserably because like people already bought all that shit in DOA five, and now you're gonna put out basically the same game. It's just with it forward ported because DOA five was a PS three game, so like it runs at seven twenty p native. I uh, I really like the old way that you just played the game and unlocked characters. That back was in cool. my day, back in when my the day, game was the game. Uh, but I also. So it's not a specific game that I've been playing, but I put Windows on my Steam Deck. I couldn't hold off the the desire any longer. I went ahead and did it. It's not a great experience. No. Um, no, I don't think it would be. No. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, Steam doesn't run as admin by default, obviously. And so anything that runs elevated uh, will then require you to use the touchscreen. And I'm sorry, I don't know if it's just that I'm stupid or if the touchscreen just is off on the fucking Steam Deck, but I swear I cannot ever tap what I'm trying to touch on that I think fucking touchscreen. Just that 1200 by 800 resolution. Like, it's not like typing a 1920 by 1080 monitor or whatever. Like, there's, there's a little bit of com- not, compression, maybe that's what I'm looking for. It's a little like shrunk down. I don't know. It, it's, it just feels like every time I go to tap something, I have to tap slightly higher than what I'm intending to tap on. Maybe, maybe try calibrating. I think you can run through touchscreen calibration. Might be mm, worth a I shot. I don't think that calibration exists on capacitive touchscreens. I believe they do. I believe they have a, a 
a testing thing. I, I don't know. I might. I might. I, be I wrong. think there's a testing thing for the hardware buttons, but the actual touchscreen. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's even possible with capacitive touchscreens because of the way that they work. Interesting. Uh, resistive, yeah, you can, but capacitive, no. But in any case, uh, yeah. So like, the open task manager. Uh, you have to use the touchscreen, and it's so bizarre because it's. It almost seems like it tries to unload the steam specific uh controller driver whenever you go to something that's running as admin and so it swaps back to the default driver which does work in admin stuff but then it it drops that and so you just lose all your buttons and the touchpads after like a few seconds but it's like I don't know. It's such a weird thing where it's like the mouse just slows down and then dies. So and then you have to use the touchscreen. Before we move on and you make your more rant, I want to ask you: Did you yeah. do the? Is it dual booting or did you just replace no. the? Okay, I just I just the wiped out the SSD because I realized like it didn't really matter. I backed up all of my config stuff uh, off to an external device. But otherwise, all I got to do is reinstall my games. You so are like, a madman. You're crazy. I would. Why? I, I don't know. I, 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 with, how, with, with how many bugs I've seen with the Windows version on the Steam Deck, I'm just like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to do what like, I want to do. It's not even that it's like a buggy experience. It's just that there are some things that if you don't have a keyboard plugged in separately, like it becomes way more difficult to deal with. Uh, main thing is like if a game crashes or like otherwise becomes unresponsive, you don't have a way of control deleting. Um, oh, good. You just have to restart the whole device, which, hey, luckily it's an NVMe drive, so it only takes a few seconds, but it's still kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, sleep works about 90% of the time. Every once in a while, I'll put it to sleep, wake it back up. Oh, everything's closed. Okay. I guess it just powered off instead for no reason. So, uh, but yeah, I am kind of looking forward to when dual booting will be possible because I'm hoping that we'll be able to use the NTFS partition for running some games uh while under CMOS so that like it's not a complete like I don't know I there there are only a few games that I would that I would prefer to run under Windows, namely like everything with Game Pass. Uh and there are a couple of games where the anti-cheat doesn't work under SteamOS. So like it'd be nice to be able to maybe install games under under Windows and then run them from in SteamOS if I happen to already be in there. Uh, well, which I know I, there's a read-only NTFS driver, but I just don't know how well that'll work. Now that you have Windows on your your Steam Deck, we can get mm -hmm. you that 4090, and you can get yeah. that running on your Steam Deck. Just, yeah, just cram just, it in there; it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll that'll work out well. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Um, I have encountered at least one game where the display will not correct itself uh the resolution so for some weird reason the display is installed sideways uh so like by default windows shows up in portrait mode so um most things 
don't mind that. But Cult of the Lamb only will display in portrait resolutions. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah. And like, I have obviously I have it rotated in Windows, but it does not care. It's still showing in portrait. So I have these giant black boxes on either side of the, the actual game window. And like, everything is all scooched. Uh, I read a couple of of posts on the on the discussion forums about fixing it but they haven't worked for me so and you can't there's no uh there's no amd what is it called like adrenaline or something i think it's their gpu software it's their their geforce experience equivalent yeah that isn't there because it uses a uh custom soc there they don't have the adrenaline software compatibility so it's just there's no way to like tell the driver to specifically with this game like force a certain resolution so i'm gonna have to find some other third-party tool that lets me do that that's why you got to install the 4090 and <laughs> and then you'll be able to use the nvidia or control just, panel or just prop it up sideways and play with an external controller well i also am curious have you been using it in docked mode does it do that in docked mode as well docked mode Oh, like if I output to a TV? Yeah. I haven't tried. I haven't even tried pl uh, connecting it to an external monitor. I uh, think that would Windows. be hilarious to watch Cult of the Lamb in portrait mode <laughs> on your TV. <laughs> anyway. Awful. We're going to move on, and we're going to talk about the games I played. Uh, Monday and Friday, I played some Overwatch 2. And I, again, we've, I've complained about it last week. I'm going to complain about it. I hate battle passes. Uh, but my friend wanted to play. I kind of wanted to play. And it's like the only newish shooter that I'm actually good at. <laughs> so I like playing the game because I actually, you know, get kills and, and I'm pretty decent at Overwatch 2. Did you like giving Blizzard your phone number? Oh, I I never did that. Like I didn't have I don't know. I it never asked me to do that. It or maybe didn't I ask you to give maybe, maybe I you already had, had your phone number. Yeah, maybe it already had it. I don't I don't really yeah. give it I don't really care. Like whatever. Everybody has my phone number. Um but then uh on Monday uh Durga and I were playing and we were in a 5v5 and we weren't doing very well anyway. And then everybody on my team drops and I'm the only one in the lobby or I'm the only one, you know, facing the other team and everybody except for two people on the other team drop. And I'm like, what the hell? So, uh, you know, we finished the match. We, or, or actually we, we did not finish the match. This goes on for a couple of minutes where it's two V one, which in a first person shooter is not very fun. And then after a couple of minutes, we all drop. And I look online and they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing maintenance at eight. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks for, thanks for the that random. And that wasn't in the BNet launcher? Uh, it, I didn't see it. I didn't see it That's... in the, the Battle.net launcher. And so I looked That's on bizarre. Twitter and they're like, yeah, we're taking it down at, at eight. And just the way that they did it, too, were like, you know, 75% of the people dropped, but I was still in the game. That was really odd. Uh, so Durga and I went and we played some Gundam Evolution, which is is a Gundam 
Overwatch. It's Overwatch. It's, uh, it's, it's again, I'm actually pretty decent at the game because it's just Overwatch, but with Gundams. And it's it's pretty good. I would uh, I would actually recommend playing it. It does have a Battle Pass, too, which is bullshit, but whatever. It's free to play. It is free to play. I, I just hate Battle Passes. I just hate them. Anyway, uh, then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I played some Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, I I got the or I'm playing the Zodiac Age, which is on on Steam, and it's okay. I'm Durga or uh, Connor said I'm kind of blazing through the game. I'm going through very quickly. I he said I'm about eighty percent of the way through, so I should be hopefully beating it next week. Might have to beat it the the following week. So the just so everybody knows, next week I won't be here. Uh, because I'm going to be building up, you know, we gotta, we gotta set up another clinic and that's going to be another 50 something computers. So it's going to be an Aroa and Connor affair. And then the following week, I am going to leave on Wednesday, uh, to go up to Portland. Uh, Thursday I fly out and I'm going to Montreal for a week and a half or so. And we'll be back. The following, so I, I I will miss two weeks, and then I'll be back the following week, which I think is the sixth of November. So I'll be back on the sixth of November. Uh, so it's going to be two weeks of Aroa and Connor, uh, the the Aroa and Connor cast. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories, and we're going to talk about a couple Nvidia things coming up. I was actually going to post a couple of these stories, but Connor ended up getting to them before I was able to. Uh, it looks like... So so the 4090 just came out, and the reason we've been making fun of it is because the RTX 4090 is $1,600. And it's, it's also the size of a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Not even kidding. The it, It's massive. It requires four... Is it four eight-pin power connectors to to uh, power the beast? I thought it was. It's is four. It four or is it three? It's four. I, I think it's, it's four. four. It's definitely four. Um, which is massive. Yeah. So each one can do 150 watts, which ends up being 600 watts of power it can go up to, which is yeah, insane. It's an insane amount of power. It uh, it's also to 450, but yeah, it can go up to to 600 if you want it to. Right, that's why they have four, just in case for for the especially for those bursts of power that it gets. Uh, it also requires like a new power connector. It's all bullshit. But they they had another one that was going to release, which was the Nvidia RTX Titan, uh, which was going to be a four slot GPU. That was going to be more powerful than the 4090. Uh, but since Connor posted it, what, what would happen? What started happening with these uh, RTX Titans? Well, let me, uh, let, me, let me explain it to you in a story. You know, uh, you know how sometimes you have a house and like it's a nice house? Yeah. And uh, you put your computer in that house and, mm-hmm. uh, and then your computer catches on fire? Yeah, I know exactly and then, and then how your that house catches on fire. Yeah, as, as it turns out, these things have just been bursting into flames because uh, that's what happens when you run electricity through something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that that's a a lot. Um, that is a ton of power, and so that yeah, they were literally so uh 
power hungry that they were catching on fire. They just could not keep it cooled. And I think I think it's funny because you know, we were always with the Moore's law, it's things are like transistors and everything are gonna get smaller. We're basically gonna double performance every eighteen months. And they have been doing that. They have been still shrinking the transistor sizes. They're they're on a what are they on five nanometer now or are they still on seven nanometer for for NVIDIA GPUs? I don't know I... about NVIDIA. I know other other companies have managed to get even smaller. Yeah. And and theoretically what that does is it opens up like you can have the same amount of power in half of the space or or a considerable amount of power in in a smaller space. But instead what they've been doing is just making everything bigger while still shoving in more and more and more and more transistors and uh it's it's I don't I kind of don't like it. I I kind of wish we could just like you know hold off just a little bit on on creating or What's keeping the, the power up. What's and the point if we can't make it faster? I I understand that. We we but, can make it faster. We'll just we'll wait until we can do it in a way that doesn't emulate your no, kitchen. Or, you know, more wherever. power fast. Yeah, if anything, you can at least hook up your your RTX Titan Ada GPU and then make some eggs or something on it while while you're trying to play I, games. And I'm, I also I'm oh. really curious like in terms of of global warming how much of an effect gaming in general has had on global power usage power usage in general uh probably a decent chunk yeah yeah <laughs> well I I, know, I I know that like crypto mining was like there there was like a a considerable amount of increased power consumption like like there was a a percentage uh, like close to 10 percent of like all global power consumption was going towards fucking crypto mining for a little while imaginary yeah. numbers Woo! i i want to say it might have been monday or maybe it was last week where i was playing a game with Durga. i think it was was gundam evolution and you know i'm i'm playing games i'm on uh one side of the room and then that room is also connected to the guest uh bathroom and so i'm playing the games and then Suddenly the power flips. The 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 circuit breaker, you know, got tripped. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I reset everything. And my girlfriend's like, oh, I started drying my hair with my hair dryer. <laughs> and I'm like, how much power does that because you know, my computer's gonna pull a significant amount about of power. About a thousand watts. Yeah, it's about fifty it's about a thousand to fifteen hundred watts. Yeah, depends uh, on the setting. But and yeah. that's and that's happened previously uh where she went to go cool, like put a heater in in the bathroom so that she could heat her room um cuz it's really it's really close to the the bathroom is really close to her room and I'm playing games and she's like, "Oh, why did the circuit breaker flip?" <laughs> well, uh, it's a 1500 watt heater <laughs> and I'm pulling a bunch of wattage by playing video games. So, uh, yeah, I need to rewire my house is what I'm saying, but I'm not going to. The answer to is the alternative is your house goes up in flames. That's what it is. Yeah. It's going to get colder. You might want to consider that option. 
my house going up into flames? It'll keep you warm at night. It'll keep me. It'll warm. keep you warm for one night. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. And then Connor will be like, "Well, I hope that computer's salvageable. I need a. Thir- I want a thirty seventy. Don't worry, Your Honor. Reeton said I could have all of his stuff. It's true. It's true. I did. I did say that probably. I said that Durga can't have any of my stuff. Well, I've I've been editing your audio for like five years. I could have you say whatever the hell I want you to say. Hey, that's more of a will than what my dad had. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, we've discussed that as well. Uh, And then we're going to move on. We're going to talk about another NVIDIA thing, which is is something that we mentioned, I mentioned specifically, was they have come out with the, the... Well, they are coming out with the 4080 GPUs. So there was the 12 gig version and the 16 gig version. And then also they've already released the 4090, which is, to be fair, a phenomenal graphics card. I just don't want to pay $1,600 for a graphics card. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm the weird one. But the 4080, 16 gig isn't, that one's $1,200 when it comes out. Is that correct? You guys are uh, here? I don't think it's on here. No, the price is uh, not on here. I do not recall. I'm sorry. I think I think it was I think it was twelve hundred dollars, and then the forty ninety or I'm sorry, the forty eighty twelve gig version was nine hundred dollars. That those were the the what they were going to be. Now on November fifteenth, is that it? November something something something. Yeah, November sixteenth. The 4080 16 gig is still releasing, but they are, quote, unlaunching, which I don't understand. <laughs> they, they didn't launch it. They are delaying. Or, oh, no. They're, they're, re, they're, they're rebranding. They're, just, they're rebranding. Look, we, we don't want to call it a they're delay. Not even, that looks bad. They're not even necessarily doing that. They're just like, never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we don't want to do this exist, after all. Actually, if like. <laughs> So they are, are, quote, unlaunching the 4080 12-gig version because a backlash like the one that I gave where I was just like, okay, it's a 4070. Because stats, <laughs> like, they've, they've released charts where they are, it's clear that the 4080 16-gig is way better than the 12-gig version. Not just... Yeah. Not just because of the amount of RAM that's included, but because they it's a 4070. That's they're probably going to rebrand it as the new 4070, and then release it. Would it would make no sense not to. Now it now it being nine hundred dollars, the 4080 12 gig being nine hundred dollars. Uh, I watched a Gamers Nexus video. I watched a few videos, and I thought most likely they're dropping the price. I think that they should drop it to $700. They will probably drop it to $800. That's my that's my speculation. Uh, of course, we'll keep you updated once it actually gets announced that they're going to re-release I don't think this. they drop it at all. I think, no, I think no, no. they no. raise it? No. <laughs> yes, it's, sorry, we had, it's a 4070, it's a $1,100. We we think it's rebrand it the we rebrand it the Nvidia go fuck yourself. Uh, they the may GeForce GFY now now <laughs> they may also uh, again we don't have any 
confirmation on this. I'm just throwing some speculation. They may also rebrand it as the 4070 Ti. Sure. Because... Certainly possible. They're just making shit up. Yeah, yeah. Numbers mean nothing. None of this means anything. But they may already have a 4070 in the works. None of this matters. So it would make sense to rebrand it as a 4070 Ti. But they have they have all but confirmed that they will be lowering the price a little bit. Don't know how much, but... Don't worry, uh, peasant. We'll be sure to release some card that's within your price range. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, not the, it's not the best solution. The best solution would be never have, you know, try to price gouge your customers, but... They, I can't uh, wait for the 4050 that's a rebranded 3060 that still costs $600. Yep, that's what that's what they like doing. And or you Did can the buy 3060 Intel. 3060 exists? Is that a, is that a card that exists? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they have a 3060 and a 3060 Ti. Uh they also have a 3050. I do not think they have anything lower than that in the 3000 yeah, series the, though. But the 3050 is like a like a 10 series card. Probably. They also had, um, they had the, they, I don't think they released any 2050s. It was, it was all like 2060 and up. Yeah. I, I think they, they had a 1050. They and did. that was like, that was essentially just a 750. Right. Like they didn't even, they didn't even do anything with that one. I have, I actually have a 1050 TI. Uh, why it's in my streaming computer ah yeah okay. that's what you used to use right uh it's the only thing it's good no, for no no I no know. you got that specifically for your stream computer i yeah, remember yeah. yeah i used to i i used to have a 1070 it, it, that i used for a long time but no the i i got the 1050 ti because it was like it was during when everything was way too expensive and it was only like 120 dollars, and i was like okay that's that's fair to, and and it was an upgrade from my 750 Ti I had in my streaming computer. Anyway, um, we are going to move on. We're going to talk about another story. We're going to talk about Modern Warfare 2 having the same phone number problem as Overwatch 2, which we alluded to earlier. Uh, wh- what's up? What's up with this? You're, you're the one who posted this, Connor. What's up with the phone number problem? Well, it certainly is a problem, unless you're like Nathan, and I guess for some reason you don't have to register your phone number while playing games, in which case it's not a problem. I'm noticing an unfortunate trend in video games where before you can even play, they want to have your information. I like, and, and you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you need to make an account and whatever. You could just use burner email if you were really so inclined to do so. But now they want your phone numbers. And maybe this is to prevent people from, you know, making spoof accounts or twinks or Mostly it's probably to like deal with her people who are abusive online, probably like I, I can't imagine why else they would want all this information. It's just screaming to get compromised and then sold on a database. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I, I'm not a huge fan of it. There are a, there are ways around it. You can all there are applications where you can get. Not necessarily a burner phone number, but a a second phone number that you can have access to, like text messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the but the problem that they ran into with Overwatch and what I'm assuming is going on here, I I don't read the articles. Uh, 
was it a lot of people who had like prepaid phone companies um or, and even some of them like uh an mvno like like uh mint mobile or whatever or consumer cellular i don't actually know if consumer cellular was affected but uh they were putting in their numbers and then essentially being told that it's not a valid phone number or you can't use this phone number with the game which is like okay so now what the fuck do i do with the like and it's it's one thing with Overwatch because you don't pay for Overwatch 2. But Modern Warfare 2, if I'm paying for the goddamn game, let me fucking play the game. But what if you said naughty words online? How could we ever find out and hold them responsible? Well, you Which could is... just like ban my fucking Steam account or something. No, let's let's just dox them ourselves. Ah. Right, right here. Adding a phone number will allow Blizzard Entertainment to send you notifications when important changes are made to your account. Any God, mobile phone in that. a supported country with a data plan and that is not prepaid or a VOIP number can be used with this service. And we need to reach out to you. It's a must. It's very important that you know that the servers will be down. What if you're streaming and like they just went down on you mid-game, Nathan? I know. I if if I would have given them my my phone number and they would have texted me, I would have known to switch to Gundam Evolution, which is a good game, by the way. I, I like. Would it. you say it's a better game? No, I would not say it's a better game than Overwatch Two. I I while I do have I don't know, issues. From the gameplay I've seen, it looks better. Um, I don't. I I don't know. I like both of them. I think Overwatch Two is it's slightly better, but. I don't know. I'm, it's like judging your kids. Like, of course you love one more. Right? Maybe I uh, maybe <laughs> I just have a, a thing for Mecha. That is, that's true. That's part of the reason why I started playing it was because Durga really likes mechs. And so he's like, let's play this game together. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's free. So tune in next week when I teach Nathan how to play the Battletech tabletop game. No. I don't want to. I don't don't overheat your mech, Nathan. I I will constantly overheat my mechs just to make you angry. That's my plan. Not, not a good strategy. It is a great strategy, but you know what's bad. also you know what's a bad strategy is releasing shitty mobile games. Yeah, as, doesn't as, really work out. No, as Square Enix found out, because they are shutting down Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier, January eleventh, twenty twenty three, at twelve a.m. Uh, or what is 3 a.m. Eastern time. So we so, talked about this like 50 episodes ago or something like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and uh, yeah, we I'm pretty sure we called it on that episode. We're like, there's no way this like goes anywhere. Yeah. It. So First Soldier, I believe, because we never actually, I never actually played it, but I guess I, I could download it and play it within the next two months. <laughs> um, It is a mobile battle royale game based in the Final Fantasy 7 world. I'm looking at the trailer on the App Store. Okay. And I don't... Like, the trailer doesn't even indicate that this is a battle royale game. I I could be wrong. No, it it is a battle royale. You are right. Okay. They just it's don't want to be upfront about this, that. This trailer does a terrible job of explaining what the fuck this game even is. So it's like uh it's like a MOBA uh esque battle royale where like you have to do PvE stuff to level up. 
so that you can do a better job of of fighting other players. So stay tuned next week for when we all talk, give our review of Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to play a game like this on a mobile platform. No. Like it's it's it plays looks like it plays like a third person shooter because you know VR. All, but... No, no, I know what you have to do. Install Android on your uh, on your Steam Deck. Oh yeah, just install Android on there. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah. Uh, so it, there is a message from Square Enix. It says. It is with a heavy heart that we are announcing the end of service of Final Fantasy VII. The First Soldier will be ending service at 7 UTC on January 11th, 2023. Again, that is uh, 12 a.m. Pacific Time or 3 a.m. Eastern Time on January 11th. Uh, despite our efforts to bring you regular updates and fresh and, with fresh and exciting content, we haven't been able to deliver the experience that we were hoping to and that all you deserve. We have made <laughs> the extremely We tried tough... to make a good game and we failed. Yeah. Uh so we have made the extremely tough decision to end service for Final Fantasy 7 the First Soldier. We would like to thank you all for supporting us over the past year. Although there is only a little less than 3 months until service ends, we will continue to make updates during this time. So we hope that you will continue to enjoy Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, until the very end. From everyone in the Square Enix, Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier team. I love that they have to say the whole thing every time. <laughs> every time. Not they, to be confused with the other Final Fantasy type, uh, team. Yes, exactly. The other one, uh, they're making a Crisis Core remake. Uh, is it a remake or a sequel? It it's is a remake. A remake. Ah. Yeah, and they're... and I think they're getting rid of the one fun thing about the combat. All of the roulette the, system. Uh, yeah, the roulette system. Oh, that's that's gonna be a disaster. Yeah, I remember playing it, but I I don't have any strong feelings one way or the other on the roulette system. So, uh, oh, do it's I? Fun. Do it's I, fun. Crisis Core is great. Do I like it more than I like the system in Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy VII remake? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes, I do. I hate. I hate those. I hate that system. It's so bad. Really? Yeah. I hate it. Uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen. Final or uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Final Fantasy seven. The the remake. I hate. If I wanted to spam the circle button, I would just oh. play God of War. Wait, are you talking about? Wait, wait. You just you just don't like the combat in Kingdom Hearts in general? In yeah, general, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan. Wow. Oh, I really like the combat. I I just hate in three how the combat eventually just turns into wait for the triangle button to show up, press the triangle button. Oh, I hate that too. It's just yeah. I I with those games, uh, the way that you're floating around and everything, I never feel like I'm in control of what's happening. Oh, that's bizarre. Three definitely has that problem really bad, but so does Kingdom Hearts Two has. Kingdom Hearts 3 is fantastic combat. Uh, I, I wasn't saying anything. I, uh, like, I played Kingdom Hearts 2. I was, I was saying specifically Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes some sense. Like, I don't know. I still think that the the moment-to-moment -moment combat is fine. It's just that once you once it introduces the fucking system where it's like, eh, time for Disneyland rides, it just... The whole fucking system just feels like shit. 
Yeah, I liked it the most weird. on the PSP title, and I think everyone since then has gone a little bit backwards. Yeah, I've never played the PSP title. Uh, I, I haven't. Mean, it's it's essentially huge... Kingdom Hearts two. Oh, good. Uh, but yeah, that's those are our stories for the week. Not a lot of stuff happened this week, but I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure I've more got, I've happen. got a little. I've got a little aside uh, sort of thing that. It's still kind of a developing story, and we really don't have any business talking about it anyway because it's really more of a personal issue. But it's kind of indicative of a possible systemic issue on uh, or in the world of online streaming. What's that? Um, you hear about Amaranth? Um, I heard something about Amaranth, but I can't remember. I don't. Uh, shockingly enough, I don't follow Amaranth. Um, I, I don't either. Whether whether um, it be on Twitch or in real life, I don't follow her. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, come to find out, uh, so Amaranth has uh, portrayed herself as a single woman this entire time. Uh, oh, who's no. Very much kind of acting on her own. Uh, this gets dark. Um, she has been married this entire time and has been getting emotionally abused for a while oh shit uh, like hardcore uh her husband has been forcing her to pretend to be single forcing her to stream uh specifically doing like hot tub streams and other like sexual streams um there was there is video now of her talking to her husband and he is like he is gaslighting her trying to get her to feel like she's being stupid or ridiculous or whatever. And that all of this is her fault. Uh, threatening to kill her dogs. Like, whoa, it's horrifying. Like the emotional abuse I get, but <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, that's bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's like, like there's a lot to it and it's all fucked up. Like, it's the kind of shit that it's on the level of, you know, like those free cam sites that, you know, come to find out they're like massive nests for human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like now with the revelation that this has been going on for this long, it's kind of like, well, if, if Amaranth who is, literally like top five streamers on Twitch can be in the situation and no one has any fucking idea then like how many other people are, are kind of in awful situations and are trapped in this world of like pretending to be somebody online for their own sake. And it, like, is there some kind of systemic issue going on? And is is it like the platform's responsibility to try to do something about this or at least make it more easy for somebody on the platform to kind of get out of this sort of situation? Because she she's like she she's talking and she's like she wants to leave, but she's like, I can't I don't want to leave because my dogs will be here and like you're you're gonna fucking kill my dogs. And she's like then she starts crying. And it's like, I don't know, it's like almost five minutes of video of her talking to her husband on speakerphone. And it's like some of the most disgusting shit I've ever heard. Like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty terrible. Like, I, 
when you started when you started the story and you're like oh yeah she's married i was like yeah that makes sense like i i get like well it 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 wouldn't surprise me if she's in a relationship and but she needs those she wants that money so she's just pretending to be single or not even uh not even necessarily just not commenting on it Right, like, just don't right. bring up that well, you're like, your relationship status in this in this scenario. Right. So sometimes yeah. people go to the bar and they take off their ring finger and not that the ring they take off the ring <laughs> from their finger. I mean, to say they rip their whole finger off. <laughs> they rip their finger off at the bar and people just give them drinks in in, in sympathy. Jesus Christ, bro! You must be <laughs> fucked up to be able to rip your whole finger off like that. That had but a dark it, ending. But you're you're right, like, and and that's like probably what most people were assuming anyway but then to find out that like oh it goes a lot deeper than that and i find it interesting from the perspective of like knowing at least uh, not deeply but knowing on some level how the japanese and korean but the i guess that's just the asian idol industry works oh yeah it's very similar in that way uh and it's it's kind of mortifying to sort of see that reflection here where like you normally would never think yeah um popular people in this on this side of the planet like especially in the environment of twitch where it seems like everyone is much more independent and so aren't going to be bound to fall victim to this sort of thing kind of like with the the, like because the Britney Spears thing comes out and it's like, wow, holy shit, that's fucked up. But like, I'm not completely blown away by it because she's a famous person. So I guess she's going to be just more likely to deal with this sort of thing. That Why are you talking uh, about the conservative? Yeah. How called. like, how like she was basically owned by her dad, even though she was like in her forties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like how she wasn't able to even talk about it online or anything. Uh, and it's that sort of thing where like you don't have control over your own life, and I guess at least I I was kind of deluded into thinking well that sort of thing doesn't happen in the world of of live streaming or YouTube or whatever, but it is obviously very possible. Like it just no one's going to necessarily know about it until the person manages to break but... out of that mindset enough to to put it out there. It does. It does make sense um, that something like this could happen because I imagine, and I again, I'm just speculating here. That guy obviously has a a personality where he is a douchebag, and if he is, he pro- he probably noticed that you know his wife is quite attractive, and kind of probably was like, we can make a ton of money off of this. I'm going to, instead of just being like, you should do that, I'm literally going to force you to do that. And if you don't do it, I'm going to kill your dogs. And that's not cool. Like, don't, don't he, threaten animals. He like, I guess they or, have like a joint bank account or something. Never because he he's threatened to take her money and just like burn it on crypto or something so that she can't do anything with it. Wow. Um, he's, he's straight up... Uh, claimed to be actively blowing her money as punishment for not cooperating with him 
like there are text messages indicating this that is it's, it's so fucked so and I, I, I guess my my point in all this though is that like like is is at some point is it the responsibility of like the platform that's sort of facilitating this is it that is it their responsibility to to allow for or to like assist with any of this you know and i don't know i from you know from a humanitarian standpoint i would say yes like there there should be a way for twitch to because she's not just an affiliate she's not just the like you know just a normal streamer she is a partner and what maybe the fifth like she is at least in the top five I don't know if she's like the top number one streamer. Like I, I look over in the sidebar and I see her name at the top of the list all the time. Yeah. Uh, in that case, because it, you know it's one of the top streamers, it's one of the most the biggest draws to your platform. Uh, I would say yeah. Like I would say Twitch slash Amazon. At that point, you have to protect your employees and you have to find a way to help them out. Uh, because not even just from like a humanitarian standpoint, from a, we want go, a good publicity and B, we want that money. Like, cause she's one of the top streamers. Uh, so I would say that, yeah, they, they probably do have a bit of a responsibility to help out their employee there, whether they, you know, legally, no, they legally don't, but from just a, a business and logical standpoint, it would make sense. Uh, but what I was going to say earlier is I know somebody who, I know they were married before they, they married somebody who was quite successful and, uh, the person, person a, I'll say, uh, person a was, was doing well for themselves. They had, you know, quite a bit of money in their bank account, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They married this person that they perceived to be successful and they got a joint bank account. And the person they married ended up just blowing all of their money. Just, yeah. And that is never, I know, don't take like huge financial advice from me, but if you do get married, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to keep a joint bank account. I would just have, still have separate bank accounts. Uh, that's how I've been doing it. Yeah. And, and it just makes sense because, you know, that's your money, especially if you both have jobs and everything. If one of them's a homemaker, you know, and they're home all the time and you're the one working, that makes a little bit more sense to have a joint bank account. But even then, I would still be I would still be hesitant to have a joint bank account with somebody. Uh it it, it when it, what about you, Connor? Would you have a joint bank account with me? Sorry, I was talking while I was muted. I don't think I'm uh gonna be getting married because I, I, I keep on hearing about people like this out there. Yeah. Nasty, yeah. disgusting, awful people. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna be in a situation like this, of course keep your assets separate because sometimes people can just be assholes who put a vice on your entire life. I could just and imagine that sucks. I could just imagine Connor me being like, Connor, Connor, why did you spend a thousand dollars on Warhammers again? Like, uh, it's like uh, I'm I'm explaining my uh, my my two thousand point army, and you're like two thousand point. Oh, I thought you said you spent two thousand dollars on this. And like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that's that's what it was. That's that's that's. Ha, 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 ha. But yes, uh, I hope that if you know, I again, I don't 
I haven't followed this. Hopefully, since this audio has come out, I'm sure that there are people who are close to Amaranth who have reached out and and you know been like, "Hey, we can help you out. We'll get you out of the situation. Give us no your worry, dogs. We'll kill your husband." <laughs> that too i'm sure there have been been a lot of guys who are like we will take like that, this motherfucker out yeah that would we, be my that that's my initial like reaction is oh so we just gotta kill a man okay <laughs> a neckbeard like, shows up with a katana and a fedora <laughs> <laughs> but uh like i i don't want you know again I, we, we don't follow amaranth because that's not the type of stream like we're not we're not thirsty boys like that i'm gonna watch porn if i want that but, exactly you know. um but like, I, I want to watch I, a hot tub stream. I watch readings. I've I've <laughs> always I've always said like I I don't that's not the content I like. But I don't hate the person. She's just making money. Like and yeah, like she's not hurting anybody by doing it. But apparently she's being hurt by doing it. So hopefully hopefully the dogs are okay. Really, because dogs dogs are cute. Anyway, the dogs don't deserve any of this. Now now that we've left on that dour note uh <laughs> thank you for being here aroa yeah no problem glad i could add something significant at the end there good and thank you for being here connor the cyberpunk monk besh so what uh, you feel sad now <laughs> <laughs> okay goodbye <laughs>